Yo, what up? It's Vince McMahons. This is Chad Jeek, Slim Villain. And together we are the Fabulous Three Bros. You already know what it is. Subject to change. It's the Professional Wrestling Podcast where we break down all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else that's happening in the square circle. So let's get right to it. completely forgot her and Ricochet had like a whole... Don't they have a kid? No, no. You, oh, they were just they together can, yeah, and he has a kid. Just, yeah. Okay. Ricochet, he gets around. <laughs> he does. He definitely does. I think the Wild Rest is probably do. <laughs> but we don't know. I, I be thinking about that. I wonder like what wrestlers have gone together that like we don't know about or that like just they haven't said anything. Like, if you go into WWE in a relationship, you got to make sure that shit is, like, Teflon. Or it's probably, it's probably going to be over. Yeah, especially if you're going into the PC, that shit is... You're, that shit's not lasting. I'm sorry. It's like the Olympic Village. If that person is not living there with you... Oh, yeah, you're done. That shit's <laughs> done. It's the stories about, like, what went on in, like, FCW. And that was before, like, the PC... <laughs> And that, and pictures that be resurfacing. Yeah, that's before social media too. So you know they're really wild out there. On them fucking Polaroids and shit. Dolph Ziggler, I bet Dolph Ziggler was a menace down <laughs> down in Florida Championship Wrestling. What's good, squad? What's good? What's up? What's popping? Yo, we're making a reality show out of the Performance Center. We we're saying that 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 would that would bring big ratings if they just made a reality show of, of, of what went down at the Performance Center. They almost, they almost did. That's they back then or right now. Ground. Now, now they, they gotta make that shit like uh, a lot of um, drama probably going down there. Yeah, I don't know what show I'll compare it to. Honestly, any wrestling locker room too. Like, I mean, like we're talking about too, like the AW locker room. Can you imagine this reality show just about mm-hmm. what was happening back then? You know, like really, we really don't hear much about them right now, but we're starting to hear more details. And as they unravel, yo, it's, it's some pretty interesting tidbits that we're learning about this AEW locker room that we didn't know before. Like, uh, it's allegedly some kind of beef between AEW originals and WWE uh, has-beens or whatnot. AEW Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> Tony should market that now. Like, I, I, like I wouldn't should... put it past them because the events they got going on, Beach Break. Uh, oh, it was that NXT. I forget now. They just had that, that like Game of Thrones tie-in. Oh yeah, that's right. House that's of right. Dragon, whatever they, whatever the, the that was called. But yeah, you should market that. Oh yeah, and on TNT or TBS too, they always air, uh, always air Marvel, Marvel movies too. Got a Warner. That doesn't work. I mean, but I mean, but they do air the Marvel movies. I was gonna say they got the Warner right. time. That's DC. Do you think they'll play it into a storyline eventually? Because I mean, they another thing we kind of learned. <laughs> Was that uh, a lot of AEW feuds are kind of um, reality based to them? It's got some got some realness to yeah. to these promos, which I kind of thought because you look at guys like Eddie Kingston, yo, or even like Ricky Starks, they be snapping. Yeah, and like that, the stuff that, that they talk about, in there. the stuff they talk about, there's <laughs> no way you could be rehearsing that in the back 
unless you're like a, no. like an Oscar or like award-winning actor <laughs> or something yeah. like that gets manufactured that emotion nah out of nowhere still real to me damn it yo Eddie when Eddie kicks talks like I'm like oh he he, he like he believes a hundred percent of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie Kings did. Eddie Kings don't know this shit is a work. All this shit. I don't. Oh, I don't, I don't think no. he 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 thinks it's a work. I think he like this is real life to him. Do, do you remember that one promo? Jericho was trying to use like insider terms in the promo, and then he was just like, he's like, he's like saying like heel or baby face, and then like Eddie Kingston's like, what's a baby face? <laughs> <laughs> It was the funny shit. I hate that they call it that. Now, now that she said that out loud, like, what the fuck is a baby face? No, what is a face. heel? Like, what what is a face and what is a the heel? Face is the you know, the bubbly, shiny, chipper guy, and the heel is, is the terrible. bottom of the barrel, the bottom of your foot. I like it better than I like it better than good guys, bad guys. But that's just in general. I hate when shows say bad guys. I don't know why. It's just the bad guys. guys. It just seems like a it just seems like such a childish term. But anyway. I remember when I was younger, I used to read the the Wikipedia pages about like wrestling and shit. And I saw like face and heel. I thought somebody made that shit up. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Somebody did make that shit up. Wrestling has its own language to it. Carney. Yeah. <laughs> Carney shit. But yeah, when I hear this AEW shit, I'm glad you mentioned Carney. It does sound like that's the closest thing we'll get to like a Carney-ish type of feel of wrestling still. I feel like that's a major the core promotion. of wrestling yeah. is Carney bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to their like platform and their level, you know, WWE has tried to like strive away from that. But now... I mean, have they? I mean, we always hear about like backstage stuff with WWE too. Yeah. I think that it is like just the core of wrestling is always going to be like, like Phil and I were talking about that before you came on. Like mm-hmm. it's always like high school level, like pettiness that, that goes on in like, in like all these wrestling locker rooms, Thanks. like across the board, men, women, management, like all of that. It's all, it's all like high school level pettiness mm-hmm. <laughs> and feuds and stuff that like festers for years and months. And CM Punk is the king of that shit. Oh Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, every, for sure. He will, mm. he will hold a petty grudge for life. It's like everything is you won't win this this war, man. Like you won't win it. Nope. He'll he'll stand his ground till the, the end of time. But the voice of the voiceless. Or is he? Well, we're gonna get into it, man. But nevertheless, welcome back to S2C. Episode number 68 with your boys, The Fabulous Three. I'm your host, Bebop V, Vince Lacey. Your uh, Nostradamus predictions champion. Wait, what? When, when did this happen? I've been champ. What are y'all talking oh, about? What? No way. I've no been champ. We, we've been going too long. I, I got to remind no these idea niggas. what you're talking about. I got to remind these niggas who's holding this. Chad, you know feel, what he's talking about? I feel, I feel like this is like what when... Uh, Yo, y'all got some like, memory I feel like we've been like three weeks out and like rebooted the show and made himself champion. This is like when, <laughs> Reboot. This is like, this is like when, uh, when Triple H... When they introduced the world title, and then Triple H was just like world oh champion for, for no reason. <laughs> we need it. Look, Dylan is S2C champ. We all know this. Oh, lit. That's tough. I'm Nostradamus predictions champion until y'all can craft some unpredictable event to happen. I'm still champ. All right. Actually, though, Dylan did put out a tweet yesterday that Sheamus will win that uh, gauntlet 
And I, I, but he didn't. He didn't there make, is, he didn't make the, like, the declaration. He it's didn't like a, make it a declaration, though. It's like he it's did like not the state, the Exactly. He did not state Nostradamus prediction. Belgian ring. Boom. He <sighs> didn't do it. But, you know, something like that almost leans me to want to give him the title. But, nah, like you said, Chad, nah, the, he didn't. The, the bell did not ring. It's like Austin Fury. Uh, he, he cashed in, but I'll not keep, really. The, I'll the keep that in ring. mind. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll be spending... I'll be spending hot fire on the track, you know, when when I am able to watch the show. So, like, I'm about to get my title back, double champ, for me, undisputed. You can be like Roman Reigns out here. Roman era. Facts. Yeah, man. Don't turn you yeah. to Sami Zayn out here, Vince. The tribal, the tribal chef. The tribal yeah. chief. Chiefer. Reefer. All right. That is. That oh, is true. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, also be joined by the fro wrestling journalist himself, Chad G. Chad, happy belated birthday, my guy. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank happy you. birthday. And his Shady McCoy year. Yes, Shady McCoy year. Not 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 Ben Simmons. Not Ben Simmons. We off that. <laughs> but if we want, if we want to roll on the Eagles topic, Chad, what's your level of excitement like now that we're about what a week, two weeks away from the regular season hitting? You know, I'm 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 excited for the season. I mean, like they improved. In every aspect, on defense, yeah. offense, I saw Jalen Hurts roll to his left, make a throw, cross his body to AJ Brown in practice the other day. So that's been a big critique. Over there. Like, can he throw to the left? But it's, it's, I've just been hearing a lot of noise. You know, I'm just so ready for the season to start so people can just stop with the predictions and the, you know, the, the pessimism and the do you believe in Jalen? Do you not believe in Jalen? People no. they want him to fail. They they, they, they want do. him to fail. They do. There's a segment of Eagles fans that just want him to fail. Now, well, why wouldn't be able to? Why would he be able to throw to the left? Is he like? Was he? He's like, uh, he's like a right handed. Yeah, right handed and like oh. he always rolls to his right and stuff. I guess mm-hmm. it's just comfortable. And this is getting out of his comfort zone yeah. more. But my thing is, man, do people know that pe- like football is more than just a quarterback? Like, look at our team all around, man. I feel like even if he plays at the same level he played at last year, I still think we could end up better than where we were. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Mm. Like, level talents at wide receiver. Yeah. And, like, I know Devontae Smith isn't there yet, but, I mean, he's a former Heisman winner. He's creeping and he, up. Most, most receiving yards in, for our Eagles rookie ever last mm-hmm. year. Like, I knew, he's only going to get better, too, so. Yeah, and just adding A.J. Brown to that equation, like, opens up the field for, like, Goddard to shine. You know, the, um, it's just a lot of options they have now. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I'm even here. We might might be looking to get Kareem Hunt. That's kind of out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm here for that as well. But anyway, yep, uh, that's your S2C for the day because that's not wrestling-related. But boy, do we got a lot of wrestling to get into, man. It's been two long weeks. Two weeks, y'all. But we are here. We are officially in the the, the H era. What what do we call this new era that we are have now been in for like two weeks or so, two to three weeks? Um, Triple H. This uh the cerebral the cerebral the cerebral the, era? The cerebral era. Assassin. Yeah, so. The king of king of the king era of all eras. I don't know. King of kings, the cock era. Oh wait. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the cock era. Honestly, it might be the DX era. I didn't see that fits with, with Triple H and the DX. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
And then the, he promoting his friends, yo. His rumors he might bring back the squad that got fired that was in the black and gold brand. Um, but yeah, triple. I mean, Shawn Michaels got a promotion. Yeah, Shawn Michaels running running NXT. I mean, Man, it's been. I'll tell like, you what. NXT 2.0 coming soon. It just might be. But I'll tell you what. These last two, three weeks, man, I've been on cloud nine. I feel like a child again. My wrestling fandom. It's so exciting. And it's just like each week when I watch now, like I feel like for one, I have to watch. You know, it feels like appointment viewing once again. And two, it's just like the little minutia of shit that they're doing is enough to just like keep me rolling to get me excited. Like, you and know, it's such like the little thing. Like, I, I, I think this these past few weeks have really pointed out like how awful this like, man. Yeah, and how easy some of these things were. It was like just yeah. common sense like shit. Like, like Triple H isn't reinventing the wheel here. Like, mm-hmm. it's just common sense that he's just doing made it way better. Different opponents, like just mm-hmm. adding depth and shit. It's like Vince McMahon was literally not doing shit. It's he like was losing it. The world feels alive again. Like let's let's go back to the first night after SummerSlam, which is where I kind of thought that you started to see these like shifting signs. You know, you had Dakota Kai, EO Sky, and Bailey interacting multiple times throughout the show. But not only that, but interacting with men, and you know, it just feels like the life, like the life has been like given back into this locker room and like everybody that's performing yeah um, everything is seamless too everything is just like makes sense it just to put it simply you know it's like one big like map versus like 10 individual sitcoms that don't really have anything to do with each other mm-hmm. just, just uh last night or friday on friday on smackdown like you have the first segment of ronda getting arrested and then she's like getting taken out of the police car and then remember she's getting taken out. You see Roman Reigns' car pull up, mm-hmm. and then get like just just those like transitions to the next segment that like, make like the universe feel like connected to each other. Like exactly. it's just uh, something little like that. Whereas before yeah. you might have got a replay from last week uh, about a segment <laughs> that's going to be played later in the show. Oh my god! That's so, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I want to talk a little bit about something that's really like what we've been talking about throughout the history of this entire show we've been doing is the mid-card title scene in these last few weeks, too. Because when you look at both ends, Raw and SmackDown, we had one, Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles for the first time. And even on that night, they did such a great job of putting together, like, video packages and making it seem important. That's yeah, like, all we ever asked for. Mm-hmm. Make it seem important. Why are these guys fighting? If it's just the title, make the title seem like the greatest thing that could ever be accomplished in that ring. And that's what they're doing. And they gave him like 20 minutes too. They gave him a lot of time. They gave him basically like a pay-per-view match to, to mm-hmm. wrestle. And like that's that's an effective use when you have three hours. Like you should use it for like longer matches like that. Totally. Yeah. And I could see that being kind of the shift or, or focus point of Raw, which it kind of already was. Like most of the map-based stuff that we get throughout the week is on Raw. But I mean, you think about the talent they over there, they, they're letting people just put on bangers. Like they had that triple threat with, uh, what was it, Dolph? Mustafa Ali and Champa, I think, mm-hmm. like weeks back. This was way before. See, look, we saw behind. This was um for Champa to get a title match against Bobby. Even think about something like, <laughs> yeah, even think about something like that. They had qualifying matches on the show, and then later on, like you know, oh, I'm just I'm head over heels right now. That's all I can say. And also like acknowledging wrestling history too. 
like mm-hmm. is not being embarrassed by like, like it seemed like Vince McMahon was. Yeah. Like even ex like, things like that. Like Toxic Attraction last night. They were like, yeah, these these two are in a group with Mandy Rose. She's the current NXT champion. This show happens on Tuesday, by the way, in case you didn't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like why you would can you easily do that? Just plop uh, these people, and then guess what? They're going right back to NXT next week, and like uh, it's fine. Like <laughs> you don't. I gotta feel like if Mr. McMahon would have brought them up, he would have like brought them up as two completely different people, and they would have went back to NXT as the same people, and they come <laughs> back to SmackDown as two different people. Yeah, but, yeah. If they, have, were, have, if they were to jump. Have mm. Pat McAfee, Michael Cole act like they don't know who they are too. Be like, oh, who are these people? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they met, uh, yeah. I'm just like I'm taking all these notes down from like Michael Cole on commentary. He um he mentions like Gunther being. I think, actually think Pat McAfee mentioned it, but they mentioned Gunther being like longest reigning UK champion. I don't think they ever said that before. So I'm like, finally, like we thank you for letting like for acknowledging us as fans and making our time investment seem important because we invest in these characters and then now it's finally hopeful to where I'll know for a fact that when this person jumps from this show to this show, it's not going to be misconstrued and you know what I mean? And completely just downgraded. So, yeah, there's like, I feel like there's like a healthy, like flow through the Mm -hmm. shows now, or at least like before, like, you were kind of like worried about NXT and like who would come up or like who would come over and like Vince just kind of like making it like into some weird ass shit. And now it's like, all right, clearly they're about to let people cook and do whatever. So, no, mm-hmm. it's exciting viewing. Oh, so exciting. So exciting. So with that being said, do you guys have any concerns as far as um, Triple H having the helm? Or yes, like man. something that you could potentially see going bad. What you say, Dylan? You gotta keep an eye on that, man. You think he's too power hungry, right? He gonna go. He gonna go too crazy. You think he's gonna like push his favorites more? I mean, we see. You saw Karen Cross come in mm-hmm. and immediately yeah. he's inserted into like a main event picture. <laughs> that, like that's when like, I knew. That's when I knew. I'm like, yeah, nah. He lost it. <laughs> yeah. He's about to do some Triple H shit. Not that like <laughs> we we may have to wait a while to like like be able to take a step back and like be like, all right, I see is what you're going, doing. Is he going too overboard? Like right, but but then say say for example, Shayna Baszler, somebody who you really wanted to see put in that spot. Now she's yeah, going to get it. push. You know, Triple H also apparently big hit row fan. She gave him five minutes on SmackDown. <laughs> that <laughs> would. That, that, I, I think that. He's trying something new. I think that was a miss. I I, I don't know if they should please be given that long. Uh, please on the turn show it, Romeo, Please, because that <laughs> them rapping on TV is so obnoxious. Like, it's so it's obnoxious. A heel move. It's a, it's heel, a move. heel ass move. And maybe it's me. I see them as heels. I don't care because that's the only way it's working in my mind. I'm like, get this corny ass shit because off my wrestling. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> They came out to interrupt Maximum Male Models. And I'm like, okay, like, whatever. It is what it is. And then they, like, started rapping. And I'm like, oh, like, they're rapping. And then they, like, performed the whole song with a hook and a chorus. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, I thought they're just, I thought they're just going to do, like, a little, like, 30-second thing. Like, oh, go to break. Like, uh, like, send to the break or something like that. But no, did a, did a whole, whole song. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, oh man! I don't know. I felt like I was on mushrooms. 
I'm waiting for them to bring back the dumpster fire when it was um just like sitting around that cutting promos. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. I feel I they feel need like... to not do that again for a little bit. <laughs> I feel like Top Dollar tries too hard. <laughs> I'm yeah. so, like, see, but see, like... that's the thing about their act. It's like I can tell they like really trying to spit bars, but is it supposed to be like corny bars to where like you supposed to look at them like this shit is ass? I don't think just, so. Is it just that? He's trying, it's like supposed to be good. I think it's supposed to be like, oh, like. It's not routine. terrible. It's not terrible rap. It's just like very like totally like. Can't be. Yeah. Oh, so I feel like it's like. Mm. I don't even know the word for it. It's just, it's obnoxious. <laughs> like <laughs> like just, when, they, when they did the cypher on NXT, like they were heels, weren't they? When they did that. I thought like, so. Hibro, Hibro was a heel group when they yeah. did that, that cypher. So, even if, like, so it's like, if you didn't like it, like if you liked it, then cool. But if you didn't like it, oh, we're heels. Yeah. So like you had that to fall back on. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if, mm-hmm. if a house party five came out, I feel like Hit It Row would be on the sound on the soundtrack <laughs> if that like helps. Like kid and play <laughs> type. <laughs> okay, that kind of frames your perspective a bit. But um, I I don't know what to think about them yet. I don't know if they want to go with heels as them as heels or faces, it, like putting them against maximum male models. You would think that they might be positioned as the baby faces, but I'm kind of thinking this is just like the era of trying shit. They may you know try to like put them out there in certain spots just to kind of like temper it and to see how it like reactions they get i think that not even just specifically them but i think that they are going to start operating under that mentality like maybe we should try like certain things put people in certain spots to see how they go over and then maybe we'll go forward with it from there but i feel like they should push ashanti the adonis as like the single star and then like top dollar beef at just manage them I think they go I, like they've they, they have some good tag team matches like Ashanti Adonis and like Top Dollar. They do. Like, they do. I think they can. I think they can't work with like the tag team for a while. But I mean, like, I don't know. I think it's got to be like smart about like some like the segments they have. Yeah. Like hit row in, especially if, if you're pushing them as faces, because like if you do too much stuff that people perceive as corny, then you're gonna turn them heel. Which might not be a bad thing, like depending on like how they like adjust to it. But I mean, like if you want them to be faces, then like you just got to be smart with how you book them in segments. I just don't see them going over as faces in front of like these general crowds that they be going to, like Boise, Idaho, or some shit. Yeah, the Midwest. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're Montreal, Canada. (laughs) But um, damn, I I was actually gonna say um. I actually, for some reason, feel like this group works better as a like trio instead of having Swerve there. Do y'all feel the same? I don't, I don't sentence, know. I feel like I Swerve, he was like the the leader. He was like the, mm. the main guy. I mean, they felt more like a they felt more like, like a, a faction with, with yeah. Swerve. I feel like they still need another person. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I know like, who that would be. Though. I don't know who it would be either. But Ricochet. I don't know. I just. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> what they put them with, like on Moss? Moss just pops up on SmackDown. Speaking of Ricochet, I feel like he's gonna actually like thrive under Triple H. Like he hasn't gotten like actually did he beat he beat Corbin the other the other week. Mm-hmm. But like you seen that in that uh, was it a Fatal Five Way that they had on SmackDown? Like yeah, he got a lot of shine and stuff. But like I th- I thought he worked 
well too like he adjusted to the crowd because like they were booing him when he um mm. would do any offense at the same museum like as they did like everybody i felt like he adjusted to that to that well too we started doing that flippy dippy they was like yeah it's like cheering again oh <laughs> like just let ricochet cook you know it'll get over like that's that's like been a universal thing throughout his like entire career like just let him do his thing mm. don't make him try to do like like a lot of promos and everything and like make him dance and force a personality on him yeah put like a mask just on. let him just let him do his thing in the ring and, and he'll get it'll get over yeah. as soon as ricochet won the inter- won the intercontinental title came out the next week and did that dance i was like I was yeah like, they take that title off <laughs> it's over for I, bet, I bet you i bet you that's what mr man said I, I bet you that's something mr man said he's like, he's like he's like you got some personality out there you got you gotta <laughs> do a little something Chuck and drive a little bit. Oh, <laughs> he probably said that. <laughs> is Jimmy? Oh, Vince. Oh, Vince. I'm. What do you think? Is Vince watching this from his couch, or you think he's trying to like distance himself from the product in total? He's uh, gonna watch it. He's cracking it. Actually, yeah, I mean, he probably is. Like, what? He doesn't have any interest. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's not looking at it at all. I mean, but... he's not. He's not catching up on like Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he has a like years of television to catch up with. He's watching like Euphoria. <laughs> no, at this point, he's still catching up on like The Sopranos and The Wire. He still got to go back all of those years. Yeah, I can I imagine him watching The Wire. <laughs> he's probably catching up on Seinfeld. Yeah, that's how far back he is. Yeah. Watches, like, once he watches some American television, he's like, I get it now. <laughs> no, Fre- Freddie Prince Jr. said that he was on like a, a flight, like on the like those flights to a show with him. And he was like watching Richard Pryor, Fred Pacino was, and then Vince Payne was like, "What's that? Like, who's that?" He's like, "You, you know, who Richard Pryor is." Crazy. But yeah, um, <laughs> at a, yeah, we're in this new era, you know. So I'm starting to, I'm just trying to think differently, you know. Like this, it's a whole different stratosphere that we're in, you know. We got to reshape our minds into thinking like how things used to be what am i trying to say here um in terms of like philosophy you know yeah it's it's all changing now some things are still there but what i want to ask you guys is who do you see now if it's changed at all as like your mount rushmore so to say of like future talent that they build and i know we've talked about this I'll start with mine, just to give you an idea. Got Montez Ford. Yeah. Got Carmelo. You got Theory. No, he lost me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he did have a main event. I was gonna say he did, he did a main event raw beat Ziggler. And they kept them off TV, which I liked. They already doing better to me. Last one, controversial. You got Riddle. Yeah, that's Champa. my Mount. That's my Mount Rushmore oh. of the future. I think Champa is being like set up more mm. too. Like I feel, like, yeah. I feel like yeah, like Champa was like, like you like, literally from one week to the next, you went from like, like just like Mrs. Lackey kind of like heavy mm. type type guy to now like they seem like more of like a tag team. They're building yeah. like a story here. Miz is kind of his lackey almost. 
in like kind of like a man kind of like a Bobby Brahina. He gave him with the card, but what he gave him like a trading card with like with them on it, both of them on it, the Miz. Mm. So I, I think like you're setting up like who's gonna turn on who, considering like both of their histories mm-hmm. with their partners. Champa was definitely gonna turn on him. Because like so. I mean, but could you also see uh Miz turning on Champa and then uh reuniting and then Jagger Gano comes out. Oh no, no, no. Keep them far, 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 He has far. a tag team. I want to heal Champa. Going crazy. Psycho That's true. Psycho killer. Just yeah. like uh, just like Kevin Owens now. You see his psychopath tendencies coming he's, back. He's turning face though. Yeah, I, I feel like him, him and Sammy are, are being set to turn face. To like go into attack. Yo, what did Roman mean in that segment? I didn't even hear what he said. He talked. Oh, because because Kevin's Kevin Owens on Raw when he when he attacked uh, Drew mm. McIntyre, he said to them, he said, "Tell your tribal chief, chief, I owe you one. You know, he owes me one." Mm. And then he said to Sammy, he's just like, he's like, tell him, tell I Kevin, him. I don't owe him anything. I don't owe anybody mm. anything. So get that set up. Mm-hmm. I, that that was done perfectly. If you can if you can talk about that 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 Roman so, Reigns, yeah, that segment. Game. Yeah, I was like, I was like, why am I in love with this segment? I don't even know why. Like, both, this both is another them, big, <laughs> like something so small and simple that I'm just like, I'm in love with. Both of them are very comfortable with, with their characters. Mm-hmm. So I think like both of them like kind of like just like dove into it. Like how would how would these two characters interact with each other? And I think they just like play off of that. Like mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is like, he's very egotistical. He's like driven by power. In like Sami Zayn, he's like craving like people to accept him, so he's like willing to do anything mm-hmm. for Roman Reigns. Especially he's craving like Roman Reigns is like respect, and so like Roman Reigns likes that because he's like kind of like feeds his ego, mm-hmm. so he likes to keep like Sami Zayn around. And now like he like he like took like the clamor kick for for the Usos before. Like he was like, oh, like you also prove that like you're loyal to like the bloodline too. Mm-hmm. So like. And I love how he waited for like that opportune moment where no one else was around. Like Heyman's out on injury, quote unquote mm-hmm. injury, and um, Usos had like border troubles. And, and then <laughs> also, also he can use him too, because that's another character. So the Roman Reigns character, he uses people because mm-hmm. he wants he Sami Zayn. He's good friends with Kevin Owens, and he knows that. So he's like, oh, like I have like he's like I have some issues with Kevin Owens, so I'm gonna use like Sami Zayn like like in this to, to get my message across mm-hmm. so now you don't you don't know so now you think ko is gonna like work and try to get sammy to like come on his side and like i think build mm, towards them versus the usos i think they're gonna be like paired up for a while and then eventually roman's just gonna like snap on like sammy like brutally like beat him down to the point where like kevin owens like has to like get involved to like defend his friend's mm. honor how much longer do you think the Usos are going to be tag team champions? I think the WrestleMania. Oh, I think damn. I think I think they do their WrestleMania. I think that's the WrestleMania match. And I think Roman holds it that long too, because uh, I was just going to say um, before, if you were to ask me, I wouldn't think that Roman had much like more to flesh out. But now it's like they have like a whole extra layer of depth they can really add to this character. And I'm going like I'm saying that just based off of that segment we saw. Like mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, they can definitely do a lot with this character. That we haven't seen yet of like anywhere but him just standing in the ring like yeah acknowledge me or whatever you know i, I really like that that that, that they, he didn't have like 
the bells and whistles like this week with like came in and the Usos. It was just mm-hmm. him. It I like that a lot more. Yeah. Even seeing him like across from Drew made him feel different. It was like, oh, he's like way Drew looks way more like intimidating than Roman. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially when Roman just like by himself, just chilling there. So I was surprised when uh when Drew was like she wanted to shut up and fight. We can fight. Roman was like, no, let's fight. <laughs> Roman was like, all right, bet. <laughs> He's like, let's mix. I was like, oh, shit. All right. Okay. I, I was concerned when he gave him the uh, belly to belly because I saw him trying to get the title off. Yeah. <laughs> he took yeah, the belly to belly. And then he was like, and then he was just like oh, shit. Too late. Oh. I got to go. And then he like took it on like his side too because he didn't want to like, land like flat on his Ooh. back for the title. I was like, oh, shit. That shit probably hurt. Yeah. Shit. yeah. <laughs> Actually, 15 pounds away or whatever. So um, that should be a good match, though. I'm I'm kind of excited for the show though coming up. Um, we're gonna get Sheamus versus Gunther, which should be interesting. Oh my god, they're gonna be. It's gonna be a they lot of snapping. Yeah, you know what this means? We're just one step closer. One step closer. Gunther, to Gunther, and, and Butch. Yes. On the the UK champions, roster. Butch and Gunther. That's and gonna go. Don't change them back to Pete Dunn. And then you throw Tyler Bate into Pete the mix. Butch, Tyler Bate. This man finally made out of UK purgatory. Yeah, it took the whole it took the whole shit going into flames for him to get out. Of there. <laughs> got the title, yeah. got, the, got the title in a in a tournament that didn't end yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're mm-hmm. they're crazy for that. See, if Vince was there, they would they would have remembered that site. Never. I feel like they just did not care. They was like, ain't nobody watching this shit. But fucking this one nigga Dylan in Philly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, though, UK is dead, bro. They turned that shit to NXT Europe, apparently, or something like that. Do you think it should have been that in the first place? Like, do you think NXT UK was, like, too niche? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I still think Europe is niche. To me, that just sounds like white. Yeah, and I feel, I, but honestly, put in like, the UK not like just basically. I guess maybe they're putting like different train facilities, and that's why there's like NXT Europe, like in, in these like different mm-hmm. countries. But I was like, weren't there people from like Italy and like Germany and like NXT UK too? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they should have did like NXT. Where, where's somewhere that they're like NXT United, NXT Darfur. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like somewhere interesting. NXT Antarctica. NXT South America. <laughs> NXT, NXT Africa. I could see NXT Japan being something, I would think. Nah, I don't think nah, so. I think they have a they got very hard time. Yeah, because they, like, they, they have a lot of, um, yeah, the, the culture over there is different. Um, and they have like an established foundation with like the training process and everything. But but yeah, um, and it, does that excite you at all, NXT Europe? I mean, not like, with how NXT UK ended. <laughs> yeah, and how it was run and stuff. Like, mm. I just seemed like an afterthought. Like, I until further notice, like, I don't know what what they can do to, like, not make it seem like an afterthought. Mm. And this is where I begin to get concerned with Triple H going too crazy with his little passion projects because he may want to bring back these like black and gold people, you know, he may want to uh, well, go we'll forward with all these he, plans, but if he delegates more, I feel like, I feel like this man's one of his biggest problems uh, among many, probably, probably not the top 10 of his problems, but what his top, his top workplace problems. He, uh, 
he didn't delegate enough. He is, he's a control freak. And this one in his hands, mm-hmm. like everything, it spread himself way too thin. And then that makes everything suffer. I think, especially with his health issues too, I think Triple H will delegate more to people. Like mm-hmm. he has Shawn Michaels running NXT now. Like he's like delegating that to people. He might, he might help, help like, like give his input every now and then stuff, but he's not like running like the day-to-day like, yeah. operations of, of NXT. So I think I think that's what it'll do. It'll like delegate more and then mm. it, it'll allow them to focus more on like the main roster creative. And that's what we was hoping for, like with the idea of Vince leaving. It's just not to have that um dictatorship. You know what I mean? Like we want we want a democracy, damn it. Like we just, we <laughs> want if it's one person behind the helm, at least have it to where that one person is open to others' opinions. And you know what I mean? Like here's other people to make a sound judgment. And I'm also, excited for them to move into like the next phase of NXT though, because I don't know, NXT 2.0 feels like it's like it's it feels stagnated. stagnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like just to finish the point, like also like he's not he's he's just running like the creative side of things in WWE Triple H. Like tri- like Stephic Man's running like the business side, and then Nick Khan's dealing with like getting like streaming deals and like other businesses and stuff so you have three people now doing what one person was uh like doing basically mm-hmm. so like that's probably going to be like a lot better now because then like you have you don't have like you don't have like one person at the helm of everything mm-hmm. and they put out that press release saying like uh just a forewarning our product may decline possibly oh my god <laughs> they're like <laughs> the shareholders it's possible but i mean I don't the, think with the track will. that they're yeah with the track that they're on i don't think that well i think that was just their way of saying like we're going to be trying some shit so i want to know things who's don't go out if things don't go as projected then hey we we're, we just completely shifted our entire backstage so like what do you expect yeah so i wonder but, who's somebody that like is going to return that wasn't from NXT or like a recent NXT person or like somebody who's coming to the company for like the first time. Well, you see, they got Dexter Loomis coming coming up. I mean, he like just got released though. Yeah. Um, don't y'all mentioned Nijax or Braun Strowman. No, <laughs> oh God. You think Bray is on on the way back? Possibly. What do y'all think about Karrion Cross? Since we mentioned it, no no excitement coming from y'all. Um, not, no. No, not, not yet. You're not the cross-section? I am not the cross-section. No. I'll say, from what we've seen, I've liked it. From the way they brought him back, I thought it was cool. I don't dislike it, but yeah. I've never, like, I, I've just never understood, like... Yeah. But you just gotta... Ne- he's just never been for me. Yeah. You gotta wipe that from your memory, though. But even though he was still under Triple H's NXT. Yeah, I'm t- that's what I'm saying. Like, like I didn't, I didn't really... I wasn't what? feeling it when he was when he was the main guy in NXT. I didn't get it I when he there. beat Keith Lee. I didn't get it when he beat Finn Balor. Me either. I I'm with y'all. Like, I still don't get it. I'm with y'all. But you gotta. I'm just. I'm willing to give it a chance. I'm willing. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm willing chance. to give him a new. A I'll, new I'll start. give him a chance, but I mean, like, it's just like I like. I'm just, still like, doesn't move. Like, the yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying he won't do it eventually, but like right now, like I'm not. I'm There's something needed for. from him. It's like I need to understand more, like what his 
motivation is like what's the whole tiktok shit like what what is he like from, from the promo he's, he's the apocalypse like the promo on on raw he's like talking about like the chosen ones like how roman and like drew or like the chosen ones basically mm. and I, maybe he's doing like and he's like the he's the disband he was the one that was exiled yeah. or something but i don't yeah. get that because oh, so like he's, he's, drew and he's, roman have he's already he's been exiled. there for like 10 years and carrying <laughs> cross just got there so like they didn't even think of you when <laughs> like they first came there so he's uh he's lucifer basically he, he's the devil he was banished from heaven he, he's pulling miro's gimmick motherfucker Mirror's trying to fight God. <laughs> Yo, can AEW book a Miro versus God match, please? And just watch Second him. Second match. Just, like, just, just a professional match. Or just be a thunder, thunder and lightning. Nah, Miro fighting demons right now. He fighting uh, House of Black. So um, shout out to him from attempting to go after them. He's, fighting, he's fighting stands on Twitter, too. I mean, like he's got a, he's got a lot of fights going on right yeah. now. His wife getting in fights on Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing a lot right now. He's got, he's got, he's family, got a lot on his plate. Yeah, they got a lot going on in their house. Um, but yeah, if we want to go, if we want to jump on over to Jacksonville, we can talk about AEW. Um, couple returns happened this Wednesday. For one, CM Punk came back. The oh, no, that was uh, the week before. That was week before. That was yeah, the end of the show. CM Punk came back. Yeah, came back to the end of the show. This week, no, last week he came back. He came back last. Oh yeah, all right. He came back last week. Yeah, he, he came back like attack. Well, this week he came out, start spitting bars, trying. Yeah, cut a promo this week. He came out cutting a promo, which is what he's known for, what he's best for. And from what he was saying, I, I, I don't know. I don't have the transcript of this shit. <laughs> Basically, he did something really awkward. For one, oh, the what, Adam Page. What we was, yeah, the Adam Page thing. What we were kind Wait, of. What did he? Early. What did he say? So he basically he basically started his promo. He said, like, I'm going to talk about two things. One's not so very important, one important. And he's like, all right, first, the not so very important thing. And then he just sat down, cross leg, put the title on the ground, was like, Adam Page or whatever. Get your ass out of here. Blah, 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 blah. And then he, like, he obviously didn't come out. Didn't come out. He wasn't supposed to. He wasn't out. supposed to say that. And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. And then like made him look bad Adam Page looked bad it was like okay that's weird that was it was even awkward though because it was like what did that have to do with the storyline like it 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 was clear that it was just like not I mean like they had a match the last time we saw Punk in the ring was against Page right yeah he beat him when he beat him but it was no kind of like underlying story still left there like you know what i mean it was no unfinished unsettled business really there yeah you would think if someone would call him out it'd be like adam page because he got beat by cm punk for the title mm-hmm. instead of like the other way around so he already off to a weird start then he started talking shit about moxley he said he like the third best in his group <laughs> he's like the second best uh his friend eddie kinks is the second best kingston he's he says like the third best Eddie, the, the third best third Eddie, Eddie in, the, in the in the second in the second best Kingston he should have locker. John is gonna John Moxley is gonna be the second John that he beats in Chicago for a title or something like yeah. that. I don't know. He was like, confusing me. About. He was confusing me, but nevertheless, it was I mean, it was, it was pretty easy was to good. follow. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when he was like, "Damn, this the second time you in a group when you're the third best person," and I was like, <laughs> "Damn, that's rough." That's rough. And but then Moxley came out. 
Moxie like, came out. House of Fire. Like he's, <laughs> and this like, one I start turning up. Because he's doing that thing where he's like, I hate when he yeah. does that shit. <laughs> no, I, no, fuck CM Punk, yo, for one. Because he was talking all that shit, yo. I was like, yo, can Moxley just come out here and beat this nigga the fuck up? Because guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? Next week, we're now getting this match next week. Mox is going to carry your slow ass punk. He's going to carry your washed ass through that whole match. You're going to talk all this shit that you want the week before. But then the next week, the very next week, you're going to have a 20 minute slugfest or whatever, all carried throughout by John Moxley. Y'all going to be bleeding, leaking, whatever. You're going to look like shit. Probably going to come out, sc- scrape away with the win or whatever by um, nefarious means. But uh, nevertheless, think- punk. Your level of work, you're not on the level of somebody like John Mox. I'm not even the biggest John Mox. That's fan. what you're saying. That's what you're saying but the promo, basically. Too. Exactly. He's saying that you're saying like he's like, you're all talk. He's like, I come in the ring every week and I back it up. Like you said, you're like a fighting champion. You got injured immediately. You didn't defend the title one time. Right. I defend the which, title like five times since 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 he got injured. Which is why I think it's stupid that he's an interim champion, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But now we get to have storylines like this. Like, why Why are yeah. you champ, punk? But, like, he said exactly what I was feeling. I'm like, bro, you come back talking all this hot shit like you wasn't just on the shelf. Like, where have you been, bro? Where have you been and to, to be coming back talking all this nonsense? Like, yo, I can't wait for this man to turn you up, please. Because it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not cooking it right now. There's a, there's, a, there's a funny part in the brawl where, like, they're brawling and, like, uh, Claudio comes out to, like, break it up. And he kind of, like, he picks up, like, six, like, four, like, John Moxley, like a child. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Moxley was about to start mixing him after that. He's like, I'm trying to look tough right now. <clears throat> I got to say, though, them, them doing the pull-apart segment twice, though, was that really necessary? Like, come on. Come I think on, it's, like, like the show, like, they're, like, they're, like, these guys hate each other. <laughs> Especially because, like, they do get, like, the, the next weeks, they're like, oh, we got to make this, like, mm-hmm. as hot as possible because we're doing this next week instead of at the pay-per-view. So I'm glad you brought that up. Why do you think they uh moved this up in terms of, um like, what their plans may be for what's coming up next? All, uh, all Out? Is All Out next? Yeah, All, yeah, all Out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing um you probably under error thinking what Punk's going to retain. Yeah, maybe maybe they do like uh, Adam Adam Page does get involved in this, and they like may have like a triple threat or something at at uh, or maybe it's like a rematch. I don't know. Maybe what's weird is I feel like AEW never does triple threats. But go ahead. I think they did. We're from the time. I think it was pretty rare. It was like I think they did with like Moxley, Pac, and like Orange Cassie one. That was like a few years ago. But uh, no, it was Omega. It was Omega Pac in Omega uh, Pac and in Orange Cassie. Hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I remember, I remember yeah. him with the title or something. Kenny's title running. Yep. Yeah, I remember. But um, but yeah, I think I think maybe this is leading to MJF's return mm-hmm. next week, and we do Punk and MJF at All Out for the title, please for the title. And I think I feel I think this is like something that Punk's trying to challenge himself to get himself booed in chicago i feel like i feel like he's trying <laughs> to do that i feel like he's trying to get himself booed in chicago I feel can you imagine to do a double turn here with with like with mjf and punk with mjf turning face yeah could you imagine if that, if that really like comes to fruition that would be because that would also be that also play into like an aw civil war 
because MJF is AW original. What was his grip about when he left? What do you say? Like former, like these these like former WWE guys come in and like Tony Khan's like kiss their ass, like giving them all these opportunities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like he's here, and then like he's not he's not. Ooh, wait, you know it. that that seems easy. They could even <laughs> save it to where Punk beats Moxley by cheating, and then MJF comes back. And it's like, see, I told you. And then instantly MJF kind of looks like the main baby face just to oppose Punk. Mm-hmm. If it did look like at AEW, like, originals versus, like, uh, with the newer guys. Because it doesn't even have to be, like, WWE guys. You can be, like, some of the newer guys that, that came in, mm-hmm. too. Could be some ROH dudes, too. Yeah. Like, who would you do if they did, like, a, like a Survivor Series style, like, five on mm. five, man? Gotta have see it's interesting. So, was it gonna be Punk Christian? Uh, but then where would I put somebody like Brian Danielson? Where would I put Moxley? Yeah, where I mean Moxley's are, is Moxley, basically like was, an original. You basically, I say Moxley's like, team AEW. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. team AEW. So put Moxley with a team with MJF, Adam Page, uh, maybe Darby in there. No, nah, I saw Darby and put in Ricky Stark, Kenny Omega. Okay. Just I was thinking five men, Kenny Omega. And, I mean, he could. Would it? Uh, yeah, I say Ricky could be in there. I mean, Ricky was talking about like about like getting like an opportunity and stuff too. But yeah, but he linked up with Hobbs right now. They, you know, they got the yeah. Uh, maybe the like MJF, maybe MJF, Adam Page, and like the Elite, or like mm. the, the other group, because like that's like that is like the foundation of like. AEW was like the the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and then that that promo that Kenny Omega cut after the uh, after the show that they put up, where he was like saying like how like he wants to bring AEW like back to like their core, and then he's like taking some shots at people. He's like he's like we're not a tribute act. We're not mm. like we're not like whining and complaining. <laughs> Use some shots there. Bro. I, oh, FTR. You have them on the uh, even on the like against AEW. So it like sounds like been... this is a, a 20 man tag match <laughs> 10 on 10. I mean, I got punk I... and FTR, yeah, that's like that's a like whole pay per view. Punk and FTR, I still say Christian on there, Christian, and then you put Jungle Boy on the other end. I don't know. I feel and like then... I feel like you, I feel like you have them like separate, you I can know, put them in that separate beef. This is AEW Civil War though. This is this is a couple months. Um, we don't even know when this is happening. Yeah, we just Wait, we just are completely fancy booking a made up pay per view. But um, that that would take like a lot of planning to, to to get that mapped out. Well, I'm here for it. We always said they need more pay per views. So, um, but anyway, besides that though, Kenny Omega did come back. He's kind of working like fake injured still. I don't know if it's anything legit. Yeah, I'm about to say, do you think that was real or do you think he was just um I don't know. Like a little bit hurt, but yeah, he might not as be... much as he's like yeah, leading on to the match. Yeah. Like compared to I was before, I feel great. Like I'm I feel cool. I feel like eventually he's gonna like the next I feel like by the end of the tournament he's gonna lose like that uh like compression shirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like be like back in his like regular gear. Also, I feel like he's probably like still like probably like working back like his physique and stuff because he's mm. he had like what did he get like like five surgeries or whatever he had jesus when he was out <laughs> like 
He's probably he still, still the, uh, going up. He still got vertigo or whatever? I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> I don't think he'd probably be back in the ring if he if he did. <laughs> he was doing it before. I don't know if he, so, I don't know. I feel like he didn't say that till like after he was like like out. <laughs> like out mm. injured. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. But um definitely don't want to see him in any uh sort of match that we saw. Um, on Wednesday with Brian Danson and Danny Garcia, because they went to war. Oh yeah, they're going. Crazy. I think well, th- that was their third match together, right? Two out of three falls, too. I think it was their second. Oh, I guess second? I guess the, their their fourth. Te- I guess technically <laughs> they had the first match. Gonna the first match on uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they choked it out in one. That- that story has been intriguing to watch as well. Daniel Garcia slowly turning over to the pro- professional wrestling side of things. Like full combat club. Yo, like when I, I like to have they had him like beat, he basically beat like Brian Daniels a clean for the mm-hmm. first fall. He made him, he like, he tapped him out. Like he, he, he cheated like, like the, the, when he had like, like uh Jake Hager, he like tripped up Brian Danielson and then he like caught him with like a pile driver and then like, choked him out so it was like a like a little cheap that he won but like he won mm-hmm. basically clean the first fall and then the second fall like brian danielson like basically just like caught him with like a a leverage pin on like a submission so like come on brian d are you doing leverage pins to get wins mm-hmm. see i don't i don't understand in wrestling whether that's seen as like a weak move i mean it's like it's like wrestling like nah Nah, he, just, yeah. he just choked. He just choked you out. You can't. You can't be doing a lover things <laughs> over here right now. Yeah, you he's, still, he's still waking up. You got to get whatever he can get. Catch as catch can, or whatever they say. Yeah. And then he, uh, how did he win? I, I think he tapped him out. Didn't he? He, he tapped him out some weird with the. Uh, he like was not like the elbow in it, like yeah. the shit out of him, and then he like, tapped like a out. triangle hold or something. Like, I think he got him in a dragon sleeper. Put his and then Chris up. Jericho's. Uh, ass runs down, like attacks Brian Davis at Daggers. He's mm. like, Get the fuck off him. Like, no, <laughs> so I'm not gonna now. lie. The dragon sleeper is kind of a goat submission move. Yeah, let's look at not holding by the back of the neck. Mm. Yeah, catch us down the street. Yo, him and him and Hook gonna have a, a heater probably in like a year. Who, Dan Garcia and Hook? Yeah, I wonder how long they keep Hook on the fear streak going. I wonder how long they they'll give him like an actual match. <laughs> I, I want to see right. him. I want to see him in like a like a back and forth match with somebody. Yeah, not this week though. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Oh yeah, that, and that, I was glad he tapped him out in like five seconds. It was a uh, Jay Wow from Jersey Shore's husband. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, they, they showed yes. that he was on there. Yeah, I was like, like, wait, he, what the hell? He's like, been like a jobber on like uh, on Dark for like the past That's year. Wild. <laughs> That's wild. They pulling anybody in there? That's crazy. <laughs> For real though. So, um, what what wrestling do we have coming up? Uh, shortly. I know Besides we got Cardiff. I know we got Clash at the Castle in like two weeks. Oh wait, one more AW topic. Yeah, you want to talk about the the women's division there and like the and what can be done to actually like showcase them? Because yeah, I, I what, sent you that that one that one stat that that person on Reddit, uh. Like did where they where they oh, where they went through like the past 10, 10 weeks of AEW television and they like charted like 
the women's spot like on the show how much time they got and then like compared like how much time the men got and nine out of ten weeks they've been the second to last match which is like the death spot on on the two-hour show like you're like an hour and 30 minutes into the show and like every match has been except for one i think was under 10 minutes and just like right before the main event and the one match that wasn't was like it was um I think it was like two weeks ago when they did uh Thunderstorm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. And that was like the second match on the show, and that got the most time. And like the crowd was actually into that match. They were like they were chanting like this is awesome and stuff. They give time when it's Britt Baker involved. So I don't know. But no, to your point, I feel like it's like he is it's not even like he's caring though. Like they show face and claim that you know they like this forward-thinking progressive company but like you know the spots in television that you shouldn't put like you know like the you know like the worst spots to put certain um like acts on it and if you want to like prop up a division you shouldn't put it at that spotlight you know what i mean you should try to put it maybe in the opening segment or like the and second like, segment the first thing thing is also it's kind of wild and the, the frustrating thing is too, like they've had been receptive to like other criticism and like change things. Like people were saying stuff about like their uh, like their backstage structure and like lack of talent relations. And then like what they do, like a few weeks later, he like announced like new positions and stuff. People that were in charge of like like talent relations and stuff expanded that. Mm-hmm. So like he like they have listed the criticism. So like there's no way he's not seeing this. Like at this point, we're just like, oh, he just like doesn't care about the women's mm-hmm. division that much. It's not a priority. To him. Do you still feel like they lack talent in that area, or I don't, I don't think so. I think they, I think they've added, they, they've added talent. They, they, mm-hmm. they have talent there. They just don't utilize them effectively. Am I tripping, or did Chris Day learn to get hurt again? She did. She's out nine months, I believe. Damn her knee, her knee, ACL, her knees, her ACL. Damn, that sucks. You oh. Damn, that sucks. Just came back. Just she's came probably back, like, about to get a huge. Yeah, push, right? she she's probably winning at like Grand Slam when the New York show is against Jade Cargill. She's probably winning the TBS title mm-hmm. there. Looks like Jade got so? hundred and oh. I think so because she's from she's from New York. I think Chris Statlander too. That's like their. It's not like a state, but it's like twenty thousand seat like arena in New York. So all right, they're going to Arthur Ashe again. Yeah. Damn, what do you think would be Jade? Probably nobody. Nobody. I feel like they 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 move like a into that, but I don't think she's Tasha Steels. What? Nah, he's not even the company. I'm, <laughs> I <know. laughs> I'm thinking of anybody. I'm, whoever it is, they're not there right now. Yeah, I mean, like they they just haven't built up anybody. Jamie Hader. I mean, they could build up Jamie. Hader. Jamie Hader is somebody I, I've actually really liked. Like, pl- like please, like build her up and like. In like break her way from from Brit, like yeah, we she has a lot more to offer first. than we got. Yeah, yeah, why don't they do Jay Cargo versus Britt Baker? Because Britt gonna get demolished. Yeah, that's probably true. If Britt beats Jay, that'll be like the most Charlotte shit they ever did. I feel like that won't be a good <laughs> match either. <laughs> I feel like that's that'd not be gonna be a match. Britt's not probably that good no chemistry. Me. Yeah. Yeah, it would just be weird. I love it's Jamie Anderson. Surprising though, I feel like I feel like Jake Cargo's best match was was, was with uh, Anna Jay. That one that one time they had like 
lives on like Rampage or something. Like they like surprisingly had like a really good match. It was like it was like 10 minutes. I think it's because yeah. they train together. So that, that's probably they probably have like more chemistry like built up. They got Anna J. I mean Anna J doing some weirdo shit now. She's being back she like doing? I can choke you out. Oh my I god, can choke I got, you, out. you got Jim Ross out there. <laughs> Creepy old man on commentary. She does that. Hold up. Oh, I wish I was me. (laughs) Oh, damn it. I love it. I don't know what it reminds me of. It's like a. Yo, remember when both of you thought that was Becky Lynch? But she showed (laughs) over. I was like, like, what's Becky Lynch doing here? I was like, what the hell's going on right now? She looked just like her, yo. I was like, I literally just saw you. That's why you have a British accent now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no way. That's Jamie Hayter. It wasn't on Rampage or something. She like debuted on Rampage after SmackDown. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Well, actually, that wasn't even her debut. Apparently, she got hurt. Right, remember, like early in the game, right? Like when it first started. And then back. she came back, like when it was like a year through or whatever. So she's she was there with Gigi Dolan in uh yeah Core Jader wrestling on the eighth day. She was there from Jeez. the start. Um, but yeah, um, anything else from AEW I wanted to uh, touch base on? Wait, did, I feel like it's something. Jay Cargill licked a sledgehammer. Oh yeah, that was she licked a sledgehammer. Yeah. Hmm. Can I find that on X videos? Like, where? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> they, they put that on their Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's on Twitter. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I can't, I can't really recall much. It's so, so much shit, so much shit that happened this last few weeks. Talk about NXT sure. Heat Wave. I'm sure we mixed. Uh, yeah, we can if you want. I'm sure we missed Yo, something. You, you know, it's crazy. I actually haven't had like cable for like the last few weeks because like. I just like I didn't watch it anyways, and so we kind of just let it go, and we be having like the streaming shit. So like I've been trying to watch wrestling on this like perfectly legal site, but that shit is fucking ass. <laughs> oh yeah, the perfectly legal site. It, it uh, especially if you if you don't if especially they be uh, streams be going away for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I might have to slide you my Hulu, Dylan. We can't have you out here uh, out of date, you know, out of touch with what's happening. Hulu has yeah, live sports. I've been catching on YouTube. Hulu has live sports, you know. <laughs> I got Hulu with ads. You just catch the recaps. Like, like a broken Damn, I got, I got that, too. I got, like, the college, like, <laughs> Spotify, Hulu deal. Yeah. Hulu basically is shit. my cable. I got the live, no ads. I can skip through that shit. I just watched the wrestling on replay, skip past the commercial. Ooh, it's perfect. Perfect viewing experience. I, I still got to watch SmackDown. I wonder if it's on Hulu now. Yeah, it should be on Hulu. It's usually like 24 hours or something the next day. SmackDown. But yeah. Um, Boy, Sami Zayn. Yo, I feel like on a, a while ago on this podcast, right, probably mm-hmm. had to search through the archives and whatnot, but I predicted that in the future, Sami Zayn is going to be the biggest good guy in the world again. You say he's going to oh, beat you're Roman? Right. Somebody say he's going to beat Roman. Listen, I, I think, think yeah. that could still happen. 
right? See, I, I said that. No, don't see, do that. That, that don't was do a that. regime. There's been a whole regime change. I don't think so. I don't want to hear it. So it sounded more ridiculous back then when Mr. Man was <laughs> out here booking, booking the show. Listen, I spoke it into existence. So, Oh, thank you for speaking Mr. Man out of here. Honestly, I think we, we did wow. speak Mr. Man out of existence because so much of our show centered around our disdain for what he was doing. Not literally, because he's, he's still out here. Yeah, yeah, we didn't we didn't really get him out of here. We just got him out where we needed. Got to him, out, got him out of uh... out of our lives. Out of, where it's out relevant. Of rest, yes. Yeah. So I think I do think that we we set the universe in motion for him to get the fuck out of here. Like literally the week before it happened, we were like, "What's it gonna take for him to get out of here?" And we didn't even know. It would just take a little bit of time. You just gotta be patient. Yeah, horny ass old man. How you worry about budget cuts and you? Uh, that, that hey, 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 watch your mouth. That man is responsible for the world that you love, the wrestling and entertainment. Oh that man, people, that man he is responsible for your love of wrestling. Eat a pack of carrots. Those people were shameless. Those people that would do that legit <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> like, how much is he paying you on the side? Like, oh my god, is this where the money was going? Shaboing boing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, man. People, people are ridiculous. Wrestling Twitter will never cease to amaze me. It is. Um, one of my, I had the, I had the mute this page today. I, it's a new page I saw. I don't know if you guys are a fan of this or not, but it's like they tweet their like fake late reactions to like oh my shit God. that happened. I saw that. I was like, this is so stupid. Like <laughs> it, it, it was a terrible concept. <laughs> I was like, this concept sucks. It was just like, oh my God, CM Punk just did the pipe bomb. Oh my God, Shawn Michaels just threw um what well, Marty Janetti threw the barbershop see, window. See, this doesn't this it doesn't work. They could have executed this a lot better by retweeting like weeks old news, like they just like discovered it. So like it's like funnier <laughs> that way. So like 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 oh the Vince McMahon just got, got, <laughs> just retired. Vince McMahon just retired from the WWE. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I was not a fan. I'm just like mute. I don't need to see, see this. Ever. All these pages on Twitter like keep popping up that are like these dipping accounts, and like, and then they and then they like change like overnight to like another gimmick account. Like oh once they get like a certain number of followers, they like sell it to somebody else, and then it becomes like another gimmick account. Like it's that, I'm about to get tweet gimmick random shit. I didn't yeah, know a, like those cards. Like you've seen those like cartoons. <laughs> like accounts that just keep like retweeting like different clips from cartoons mm. and stuff. Like they do have mad followers. Stands. They do. Speaking they... of stands, uh, I, I kind of want to talk about Liv Morgan, but uh, eh, we save. It you, you, you don't want the Liv Morgan stands on you. I don't want the Liv Morgan stands on me. I like. like I was the, really coming at the Liv Morgan stands because I don't have a problem with what Liv Morgan's doing. The people you don't want coming after you, Liv Morgan stands. The what what is such mixed dance called the crew? You know what them coming after you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know what's crazy. I, I'm in the crew. This this Liv Morgan and uh, Shayna Baszler feud into existence. They they should Here feud for like. Listen, man, I'm an uncrowned champion right here. <laughs> Ronda Rousey, uh, they they kind of they kind of fuck Liv Morgan because like yeah, that's just stupid. Yeah, but especially the way she cashed it, like Ronda Rousey, like is a face now. They turned her face the way she got screwed. It was weird. It it was like I thought she turned heel, but then she, it's like people. They like made her a now. badass face. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. Like it, 
like turned her into everything that people wanted from her. Pretty if much. Ronda faces Liv again, Liv is going to be the heel in that match. Because mm-hmm. because think about it, like it kind of is like heel type stuff that happened to her. She got uh, cashed in after she had a match with, with Natalia. She's already injured and stuff, and then mm-hmm. Liv cashes in, like wins the title, and then uh, she taps out Liv like clean like in the match like she beats her she should beat her she tapped her out before the three count but then uh the referee missed it so she got screwed there too no i ain't trying to hear all that her shoulders was on the mat her shoulders on the mat the count was initiated the count was initiated no No, i feel feel like ref was in the middle of the count was he supposed to stop counting yeah, I feel like how the match ended, Liv won. Like, I don't understand what the big controversy she is. She tapped before. She did tap. She yeah, tapped, but, she but tapped he already started counting. Like, but no, but the, 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 the man has to hit the mat. If his hand didn't hit the mat, it's a, it's a, she tapped. He was nah, in the middle that's... of counting to three when she tapped. He was like, one, two, tap, 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 three. He was already counting. You know, I mean, I can't stop job the count. I can't stop the count. If if I'm a like if I'm an analyst, which I'm not, right? <laughs> well, I guess I guess we are analysts. You go, you go to you go to replay. <laughs> you go to the replay there. They go instant replay there. Like that's a loss for Lynn Morgan. Ronda Rousey wins. She tapped they have to I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I disagree too because guess what, Ronda? If you you need to know in your ring psychology, you got to lift them shoulders up. You can't yeah. just be having arm bars. Oh, Lincoln arm bars up with your shoulders down. Your shoulders is on the mat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna zero sympathy. I'm gonna start a wrestling promotion. I'm gonna implement challenge flags in there. You get, your manager could throw a challenge flag. <laughs> I wish they could do that. You got a, you got a bad call. Got a replay. Got like the referee like after. Oh man. Oh wait! Oh, this is after the, this is after the shit went down. I'm trying to see the actual tap. Where we at here? What is this? That's like, like a match. This is the whole match. <laughs> no, it's not the whole match, but it's like a two-minute clip. Here we go. Let's look at the replay. Let's look at the instant replay. Here we go. Let's look at the instant replay. Let's see. One, two. What the hell? Oh. Oh, Alright, this clip is terrible. Bastards. I'm sorry. This clip is terrible. They always do that. It like skips. It's just bad. It's just bad. Let's go to the actual. Well, actually, I don't know if this guy can match. You think they're gonna do Ronda versus Shayna, or they're gonna team him up? Oh damn! I went too. Went too far. I'm trying to pull this. I feel like they're not gonna show these on me. Yeah, they don't show. I'm not getting copyrighted. (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, this like the same video. All right, never mind. Let me stop. I was trying to pull it up for evidence. We could, uh, we would have to pull um, up on Peacock. No, Chalk. Um, Peacock. Bottom line is Liv Morgan, she is destined. She's on the natural progression path. Babyface champion finally gets the title win. They don't like, crowd doesn't like how Babyface champion is booked. They turn on Babyface champion. 2006 Rem Mysterio. I'm thinking Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Oh yeah. They really book babyfaces like absolute dog shit. (laughs) That's why I'm like, this is this is just natural to me. And I'm just like, uh, yep, of course, Liv is gonna probably turn. Booking is so bad with babyfaces. Honestly, Mm -hmm. honestly, Kofi was was booked like really well as a babyface. 
Except yeah. they didn't. They met except for like obviously the the last eight oh, ten seconds of his reign, but and also like when they place him on the show too, like they I feel like they never let him like main event like like pay per views. I don't think he did main event a pay per view when he was the champion. Well, like babyface champions. Who who was the universal champion during that time? Oh, it's probably Rollins. It was Seth, yeah. And he and like he was main eventing with like. Against Baron Lynch. Corbin and, and Lacey Evans. That was wrong. They should have had Kofi main event. Yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, Kofi versus Samoa Joe could have easily main event to the people. And also, too, like, they 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 screwed that match. I remember they did that match at, like, Extreme Rules. And, like, it was, like, a personal feud and shit. Like, Samoa Joe was, like, bringing up, like, Kofi's kids and stuff. He, like, choked him out, like, on the stage. And then they had them just have like a regular match that was like under 10 minutes at Extreme Rules. I was like, there's no it's way that 30. match could not have been an Extreme Rules match. You know how creative Kobe Kingston is? He would have he would have pulled out some crazy shit in that match. That's how you know sometimes, like, well, at least back in that old like era, like when superstars took the best out of like shit that they were given versus when like I guess backstage actually invested in it. Yeah, they went. They like. I feel like so many times, like over the past like ten years, so many guys had to turn like terrible shit into, into good shit. Yeah, like Kevin Owens is especially. I feel like he was always doing that. Kevin Owens finally coming for a title win, and now he's and now he's oh oh we didn't talk about this uh, Drew McIntyre Kevin Owens the promo and roll. Oh, that promo was crazy. Damn, I'm glad we. Um, that met, that promo was better than me than the Moxley Punk John. Like they were, like they was going at it, intense. yeah. Like I feel, I feel you finally we're getting like unshackled Kevin Owens, where he doesn't have to like turn like terrible a terrible script into like something good. Like he's yeah. actually he's more free reign to do what he wants. That promo was just intense, and they gave us a matchup I really wasn't even really thinking much about. You know, Drew and KO. Now you want to see it again. But with yeah. an actual finish. Really, I want the titles off Roman because I just feel like we're in a great place now. Like, once we get them titles off, him is really going to be, like, some of some fun times. You know what? It's crazy you say that because at first I wanted the titles off him, right? Mm. But now I'm like, huh. Keep it Triple H is bringing, yeah, keep, keep it on. <laughs> no, yeah, I no, think, I'm kind of feeling Triple H better bring in like a whole bunch of people, right? Mm. Clearly, it's about to be like a whole like adjustment period into like whatever era he's about to go into. Like, do you know? think Cody is still primed as somebody that could take the toes off? I feel like he still is. I, feel yeah, like, I, think, so. I think so. He's been I out think of they sight might as well. Like the past month, but I feel like he's still like it's. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. Like, the number one face when he comes back, probably. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I just saw. I think it was Fightful that said that he like he had like one of the biggest pre-sales of like toys in like WWE's like history of the partnership with Mattel. Like, what the like, hell? That's crazy. Yeah, I know and he had a figure coming out. Let me see. Yeah, he shit. won like um, and he won the SP too this year. Apparently, and that was like a fan voting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently it was like very one-sided too. Like he won it by a lot. So like he's I mean, he's very popular. Like who gambled and won more than Cody Rhodes this year? Like he went from getting like 
that 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 John Cena split reaction thing in AW, but but like leaning more towards negative reaction. Mm-hmm. And then also he booked himself through that corner where he can never challenge for the AW world title again. Because he now, knew what he really wanted. He knew so that this was the real goal. I think he, I, I watched his his, his uh, podcast with Austin, the Broken School session, and he's mm-hmm. saying that like he he wasn't ready to be like an executive. He's too he like he that, that's something for like ten years later in his career. Yeah, like, not when he's like, not when he's thirty six years old and like the prime of his career. Like he's yeah, not he's ready. Hungry. Yeah. He was trying. He was just trying to do a lot. I feel like, but it worked out in the end. Yeah, it gave him the experience that's necessary mm. to get him to where he is now. So yeah, I do see him as a, a potential Roman beater, as we like to say. Dwayne, um, you see him as a potential Roman beater? No, nah, for them titles. Dwayne, the Rock is getting packed up if he faced Roman. I'm not gonna lie. You think the Rock's gonna hit him with that uh, spine buster? He the, the rock gonna do he's gonna do a weak ass people's elbow. You know what the boom boom. See the thing is I'm fine with waiting now, like what you were saying, Dylan. Like I'm excited to see when he's dropping the titles, but now I'm like, you know, now we can finally build up the people that we need to with the mid card. They already kind of injected some life into that. So just let the pieces play. Let's let it play out. Let it play out for everybody under Roman. <laughs> You know, and then we're going to get to a point where we're going to have a couple options to spend to. We're going to have Seth. We're going to have Drew. We're going to have maybe KO. You might the be Rock. thinking it could be them. <laughs> the Rock, Cody, Sammy. Yo. It's a couple. I was just thinking, like, that. I know exactly, like, I know a spot that's going to, like, make the crowd go crazy. I bet he's going to, if they do a Rock rubber match, he's going to do, like, the people's elbow, then, like, to, like, bounce with the ropes. And then when he bats up the rope, Rome's gonna hit him with the spear. Bam! Bam. Boss finish be like, one, mm. two, mm. kick oh, out, kick out, two and a half. Oh, crowd's like, oh my god, Roman's like, what? Like, it's like Paul Ham is in the corner. Just talking to himself like he does Paul, in that <laughs> Paul, Paul covered his face like I can't watch. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna smash. I'm gonna smash. <laughs> Damn. Did we even talk about them lifting up the ring at SummerSlam? I don't know if we, we talk about summers. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't talk. I ain't going that far back. Yeah, we can't go that far. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Rock could. I don't think Rock could do a twenty minute match with Roman <laughs> at his size 15, right now. I think it'll have to be a, a good ten minute match. My man's so gonna tear every every muscle in his abdomen if he, if he does that. Hey, yo, I, I think they can stretch it to fifteen if they like play on it like theatrics a lot. Mm-hmm. Make so it super drawing. dramatic. Outside yeah. the ring, I mean, so cold. And Kaya went like twenty minutes in there. Yeah, in the crowd. I, he took a fucking suplex. I know oh, suplex no. on the floor. That's what really surprised me. Yo, when he was showing up for that, I was like, no way, no, no. way, he's gonna take this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It's funny how like that seems like it. That seems like just like a generic spot, but like with Stone Cold, all things considered, it was like such an extreme thing. It was I was like, like, oh my god, oh my killed god. him. And then, I can't believe it. And somebody was, check on him. I was like, no, uh, he's gonna get up from that. <laughs> I wonder if Kevin I was just thinking that in his head too. He was just like, shit. <laughs> y'all, yo, y'all was y'all was discrediting Austin. Nobody knew what he was coming in with. Before that, before that match, y'all was saying it wasn't gonna be a match. I remember. I didn't think so. You didn't think it was like, gonna no be no way. match. I definitely didn't. I was like, this shit, it's gotta be a match. It has to be. 
It has to be a match. I hope Stone Cold come back for another match, honestly. Another match against who? I don't know. I mean, against like, Roman. Against I mean, Roman. Roman. Stone Cold and Roman. This man, this man made it at WrestleMania in his hometown of Texas. Yeah, he yeah, got it like that. That's, 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 that's his current call. And it was a good match. And it was under... Oh, and he stunned... <laughs> stunned Vince. <laughs> that's the next night, right? And he stunned Pat McAfee. That shit. I remember watching that shit. Yo, that like, shit is still the funniest stunning me in my head, bro. I was oh like, see, God. this is why this old-ass man don't need to be on TV. <laughs> Yo, Vince really went on like a last um little hiatus, drum, bro. Vince had like that... Uh, was coming. He had, the, he had those like ragdoll physics when he was like taking the stunner. He was like... <laughs> had no balance. Like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! Oh my god! <laughs> so bad. It it's was like so me. bad. Why are they recreating on the game? <laughs> Wait, the way he stumbled into the rope to try to, see, like... to try to recover it. <laughs> Stone Cold was like, "Stop! Stop! Please, just stop <laughs> moving." Like, Give me your ass. Imagine <laughs> <he fell laughs> the ring. He tried to grip him up. <laughs> he tried to grip his ass up. He like. He's like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, let me catch myself. <laughs> what was happening to his body there when he stunned him and he kicked him in the, in the stomach? <laughs> I think he was trying to like do the knee, like drop down to his knees, but he realized his knees probably couldn't take his that. His knees shit. don't do that anymore. Yeah, he was just like, oh, I just gotta fall. Got oh collapse on myself. Oh goodness. Uh, all right, we might have to end this this show on a on a laughing note because that that clip on that. Uh, Always get the best out of me. Um, where can the people find you guys on the social medias? Find me at Chad Gelfin on Instagram and Twitter. Find me on the Twitter at uh, Sensei Slim. Facts. And you can find me on Twitter at VinceLand underscore. Constantly laughing at wrestling botches and clips, including this one. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Not Matt Sidell. Sidell. Making it. Oh man, Matt Sidell. Oh, oh no. I felt so bad for him. Don't do it. <laughs> oh no. my god, that could have been dangerous. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was Will Hobbs who did that on. Oh Hobbs. shit. That's, you know, that's Will Hobbs back then. Oh man, that was hilarious. All right. Damn, how do you show up? <laughs> uh, no, uh, no comment. Yo, I never seen him. I never seen Matt Sidell botch that ever in like 20 I years know. of doing that move. <laughs> Some bad Yo. juju in the air. Oh man. Oh, man. It's oh, probably bad. slippery out on the ropes and stuff. Like uh, that was when they're in Daly's place too, right? So it was like outside. Oh didn't, man. didn't they say Nakazawa oiled the ropes or something? It was like a storyline after you like oh, they, they made that shit. Yo, up. Pat McAfee almost so almost ate shit on the ropes in that in that, in that SummerSlam match with Corbin. Oh yeah, oh, when they, he, reco- oh, yeah. he recovered. Made, his bro. life probably flashed before his eyes when mm-hmm. he did that like set time like, off. But Corbin Are you talking about when he jumped on the buck when he was like, whoa, whoa? No, no, like, oh uh, yeah. And then like Corbin like he like out yeah, he like held him up. Arc. Yeah, he was like going like head first to the ground. Oh shit! Goddamn. All right, y'all. We just botched our exit from this pod. We will catch y'all next week.
to preview. Wait, is that a preview episode? Right, I should have castled. I think it's gonna be a preview episode. Yeah. Well, time to take my Nostradamus championship back. We're sending, we're sending Dylan to to Cardiff to cover the event. <laughs> yeah, where he, his hometown. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. We're we're out there. I'm about to get my my Butch cosplay. My Peaky Blinders cosplay. Save that for Extreme Rules if we do if we go. All right, bet. Right, Doses, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.